Okay, here we go. Fresh new. Okay. I'm going to do this in a yoga voice. You ready? Welcome to Back. a new episode of Pop Run Radio. I'll laugh in a yoga voice. <laughs> I should have practiced that. I Is don't there know a yoga to. laugh? No, no. What was that? A yoga laugh. <laughs> Listen. In yoga, oh, there is no laughter. No, just kidding. There probably should be. Oh, but. we laugh all the time in yoga. I know, but our yogas are not really doing what they need to do because we won't shut up. Well, because we never see each other other than yoga to talk. <laughs> we do yoga every Wednesday in our friend Carly's basement and everyone's talking too much. And sometimes I'm like, I have to get into his own here. People shut up. I know, but half the time it's you talking. <laughs> false, false. I talk at the beginning to talk out the last game with Talia, but then I'm like, okay, okay once you're I, in it, you're in it. I have to have the whole first poses to get my thoughts going to talk i feel like it's therapy slash yoga yes. so we talk and then we yoga yeah. and then we zen okay okay i'm just mostly kidding but sometimes i'm like <laughs> there is funny comments to be had but when i hear a funny comment it gets me out well, of my life well you would like, have not breathing. liked last week then because after every pose i had a comment because <laughs> i was talking about the game she would not stop talking <laughs> it's you you're it was, the one you me. talk through all of yoga and i don't know where you came from because you never talk but i loved it because i was like I, you never hear megan's opinions and so we would go into to oppose and I would say deep breathe and then she'd be like oh and can I just say <laughs> and can I just say it would have been a, believe me <laughs> oh my gosh it's the opposite effect of yoga mm-hmm. I love it mm-hmm. but yeah yoga like you have to I don't think when John John is so f- like teasing of my voodoo crap not voodoo but you know what I'm saying like my all of this stuff oh I take my stones out to recharge every new right moon. and he's like He's like, I just, I don't get it. I say, it's a mind frame that, like, it took me years to practice and do. Like, when I started doing yoga with Talia back when she got certified, that was before Abe died. So it's we been, like, rephrase what? rephrase who's here today and then go on to this thought. Oh. We always just jump in. Okay, this is <laughs> this is our friend Talia. Claire, you might remember her back from last season. My high school bestie slash now bestie that gets me where I need to go on time. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Pop Run Radio. <laughs> Welcome back. But yeah, she, okay, so she got yoga certified when her dad owned Mountain Multifit, right? Mm-hmm. And, but that was back. It's been like 10, 10 years, years more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we started doing yoga with you. And I had done yoga-ish, but that was when I f- really got into the yoga. I like, didn't know that. I thought you had already been into it before that. Uh-uh. That's kind of when I really, which it was almost like a huge godsend because I used my yoga to get through Grief. I I distinctly remember our yoga sessions after Abe passed away. Like when she'd just be weeping in the corner. Yeah, she would be weeping during the savasana, and and I remember you two were like spooning each other, curled <laughs> up, just like on final. And, and you had said to me that like, no, this is getting me through some of my mental. Yeah, I and, need and, to and be to, able to weep sometimes. And to be honest, that's kind of why I kept doing it. Right. Not. I, like, it wasn't your Loba Love connection? No, but for Jax, <laughs> I was just like, I can I needed this it. Is something. You know, when I lost Abe, it was weird because sometimes when I thought you should be crying right now, you look like a stone. I couldn't muster a tear. Like, I felt almost like I was disconnected from my body. Like, during the whole viewing, I had zero emotion. It was almost like I was in survival mode and my, my mind was gone. If Caden hadn't been standing right behind me, the whole time he, he never left my side. Left. I would have crawled into the <laughs> casket and had him shut it on me and bury us both. Like it was horrible, but Caden kind of kept me through it. But yeah, like, so when I actually can cry, mm-hmm. I needed it because I needed the release that crying can give you mentally. Crying's good for you. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well maybe I need to cry next yoga sesh. <laughs> you do. That's what I'm saying is why we need to take it more seriously. Okay, Once well, we start, because there's something that connects to you, your brain, your breathing, your, you know, and it really does like 
Okay, then this makes me think, do we need to switch to Fridays when Talia doesn't work so we can yap for 20 minutes and then do yoga? Maybe. I actually have a sitter every Friday, so maybe. Maybe we need to switch till then. And by that, I mean like 10 because all of us are sleeping in. (laughs) I can do it. I can do it Fridays. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it. I like Wednesdays too, but I'm just saying we don't see each other enough to yap. When you went to get trained in it, did you kind of feel like they talked you how to untap that potential or did you just learn... The moves. So, the moves. I, so when I got certified, I just went to beginner yoga. Like I just literally learned how to, um, I learned the moves. I learned the proper, you know, technique for the moves. I learned how to make the yoga session flow. Um, I feel like as a yoga instructor, the, 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 the emotion and the mantras, that's all just, you, you. Like, I think which is why it works person. for you because you you do you like some of the you know we've been on such a fun journey with yoga we used to do it in her dad's physical therapy office and then we moved to the gym and then we moved to the intermediate school and then we moved to Megan's backyard and doing it in like I think you you were so connected with it was evening we were looking at the stars and you just in your own personality you knew how to make that final relaxation really healing like it yeah. takes somebody who knows how to do that though like i don't think everyone could just off the fly i've seen carly have in the motor in the yard because she was done grounding on yeah. that one so yeah yeah so when i went to my certification it actually like i have to tell the story because it was it was like so cool my dad wanted more classes to go in his gym and so he asked if i would get yoga certified i thought yeah that's some, like that sounds i i'm all kind of a naturopathic positive like your mind has power oh, like sure. mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I've always kind of been a naturalist hippie that way and um so I flew back to LA this little snowflake girl I flew back to LA got an uber never had done that in my life I you didn't know, know that yes. um got a hotel in downtown LA no car no by nothing, yourself by myself that sounds fun I walked six blocks that morning I felt like I was like in a movie because I like woke up in the hotel had my yoga bag walking down the streets of LA to get to the yoga studio <laughs> yes you're like the next like, romantic comedy and then I yeah I felt like I was like in a Hallmark movie like without but my love was yoga not some other guy anyways <laughs> I, uh, that's my kind of movie yeah and <laughs> And then um, I got into the yoga studio and when I say I was like a sore thumb sticky, I was like in sweats and a t-shirt and <laughs> they were all professional like yoga, you know, like, and they had there are certain fits for yes, it. I see the, the yoga stores and, in Sedona it, last weekend and the yoga body. It is beautiful. Like oh, it's yeah. it, so many different sizes and shapes of bodies, but I was amazed like there was men and women at this training and the things that their bodies could do that it didn't look like that they could do. I was just like beautiful flow or what? Well, just strong. Like there, you know, it didn't matter if a man looked muscular or a woman looked overweight. There was like women in there that were like more overweight than me, but they were pulling poses that take so much strength and so So much much mental fortitude. Yes. And I was just like, this is powerful. I was, I was in awe. Of Did like, you go buy some yoga clothes real quick that night? <laughs> She's like, Uber, take me to the star day. <laughs> but I, so our, our uh, instructor, she was an older 
well, she she was like probably in her late fifties, early sixties, and she was so um, she just inspired me. The things that she said, the things that she talked my brain through, I was just like, I want that power. Like I want to give that to people. This is so healing. This is so refreshing. This is so empowering. And and like I said, just seeing everybody's bodies, it wasn't about comparison. It was like a normal gym where you go in and feel awkward for not being perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did not, I felt with my people, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't feel like I was just like, I can do my strength in my body the way I am right now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and no, there was no judgment. There was no, it was just, it was all just about your power, your strength your mind and um for the class we were required to do a 90 minute yoga session in the morning and a 90 minute yoga session in the afternoon and then she kind of trained us in the middle and I remember that night when we laid down or when we started our yoga session for the evening like I was exhausted like it was so tiring it's a lot more work than people think yes like it's a workout I was sweating I was tired I couldn't hold the poses as long and I was looking around at other people like and nobody was worried about me Mm -hmm. you know you're in your own head that's the point nobody was looking at me and I thought relax Talia like just become one with your body like anyways and so then she put us in Savasana final relaxation and as she was talking us through, she just had this way of connecting the mind, the body, and the soul. And at one point in our meditation, I literally felt all three of those things connect. And I, like I, I literally felt like I was levitating. At one point, I couldn't feel my limbs, and I had to open my eyes because I felt like I was like two feet off the ground. Like my body was so light and so connected and so at peace and so relaxed that I was just like, this is powerful. Mm-hmm. This is powerful. Like this exercise is powerful. And um, I just wanted to share, like I came home from that experience just like, I mean, obviously it was so cool. Like downtown LA, like it was just a vibe that, you know, oh, that studio sure. was just a vibe. The whole class was just a vibe, but I just came home vibing. Like I want to share this. Like I think our minds are so powerful and what we what we manifest in our mind like it becomes our reality you know and and I just thought and our kids need this the opportunity I've had the opportunity in our community to do yoga with the track team and the cross-country team and the basketball team and the football team and in in uh, young women's activities and in um, even like um, achievement day act like little girls like like and they eat this stuff up like their minds want to be silent for a second I feel like the adversary nowadays just wants our minds to be so busy and so clouded and so full that we just can't prioritize like our thoughts and Mm -hmm. our feelings and our whatever and through yoga I have found just that quiet release to be able to let go it's the quiet it's that's why I'm teasing because it's the quiet that I need I'm so overstimulated in my life I have my babies I have in my defense, I'm not game. always the talker, but last week I no, was. No, so I know, <laughs> I know. But it's just like, the, it's the silence and oh, the soothing voice of the instructor that gets you. I mean, in fact, my son, Caden, was so into yoga with me that he would do yoga every single, his freshman year, he did it before every single basketball game that was home. He had mm-hmm. his whole routine where he would do a yoga session 
and then he would do these certain stretches because he still loved the game. He started to get a little too stressed out sophomore, junior, and senior year, and he stopped doing that. But his freshman year, he was just so in the zone of like, his, you know what I'm saying? But then when you took a break for a while, I started doing this app that I really loved. And there was one session. It was a final, it was a nighttime one that I did probably three or four times a week. And she would say, okay, now you got to let go of that previous sequence so you can be in the moment to move on. So then I started telling my boys, okay, if you miss a shot, you have to let go of that sequence sequence. in your mind. You have to physically let it go before you can move on. And that's what they practice doing. I can, cause I taught them certain breath work. Like Liam is so intense and so emotional but he what? loves the game so much. <laughs> so he does this thing where he curls his tongue and he he breathes in because if you do it that way, your breath is really cold and it cools off your entire mouth. So if he feels like he's getting a little hot in his soul, he just like, try that. I Breathe. am. I just <laughs> did it too. <laughs> and then shut your mouth. Your breath's a little cold. And mm-hmm. so it cools you off. Like just little things like that, that I think, like you said, the kids love it because the kids are so overstimulated. They have their phones, they have school, they have friends, they have like, Activities they or- like, we had a lot more silence growing up. We didn't have our phones. We didn't text people constantly. We kind of left that all behind. We walked to the highway to meet our friend. <laughs> exactly. And so it's just certain things that I'm like, you need to be fully present in the next sequence. So like, even if you missed your layup, that can't affect the next time you go up for a layup, you have to go up just as strong. You have to go up just as powerfully. And it's because of the things I learned honestly in yoga. And then through bookstagram, I had this, this publishing company who kind of got in touch with me, who sent me a lot of books about mindfulness in children. And they're my favorite books ever. Like I work through these activities with my kids all the time because they're just simple ones like lay in the grass. Think about all the things that you love about yourself. Don't think about anything you don't love about yourself. Just think purely Mm -hmm. about the things you're grateful for because gratitude will change everything about your whole, you know, just things like that. It kind of like I almost, you know how me I get obsessed. I like took it to the next level where now I'm really obsessed. She's on board. Yeah, I am on board because I, I feel like. You know, sometimes John teases me because he's like, like, really, like, if you want, if you want power, pray, which I do. He's like, you're not going to get it from your stone. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I just like a balance of everything. But But I I feel like that's what a gift that Heavenly Father gave us. Mm -hmm. Like the earth and being grounded with the earth is, is spiritual. No, I I, I totally think I I, I agree with you 100%. I, I believe that there are energies in the the earth, like there, the, the, the earth is you know what i'm saying it's pulsing you can feel its pulse and that's why they tell you to go out and put your feet in the ground and and the sun and you know ground and get the vitamin c and things like i totally 100 percent believe in energies on the earth like you know i and i i used to kind of be like john where it's like no we need to everything is heavenly father everything is god everything but it's just like well, that is his gift yes though. like the energy he created it yes, it is him yes <laughs> exactly and I, I totally believe in positive energies and negative energies and the power of your yes, mind evil spirits good spirits without you know, a just doubt like all of those you're things. tapping into one aspect and i know for a fact that when i could not get pregnant for so many years i finally me and my sister-in-law rachel contacted laura jones and she uh, trained us for one summer and then I started doing yoga every single day, sometimes even on a Sunday evening, literally every single day. And I really think that's the reason I got pregnant. I think my body finally was strong enough and mentally capable enough to carry to on. be able to do both grief and carrying a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was ready before then. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have helped to a child. do both. I think you would have just carried on. Yeah. 
but like just the whole the the kind of mental fortitude it took me was the reason I did mm-hmm. so I I had a I had a son that was just kind of a natural pessimist, just a negative kid. Like uh, the glass was always half empty. And I was just like, dang, what can I do for this kid, you know, to um, get him out of this negativity? And so we we started positive practices, like think positive, be positive, and positive things will happen. And any time a situation arose where he was thinking negative, I was like, okay, let's see the positive in this. There is positive in everything. And, and, and when I say there's positivity in everything, it's not that the situation is positive, but but your reaction can be positive. And that changes so much. The power of positivity I've learned in my life and, and through the, the 10 years that I've done yoga, I'm like, it is real and it is powerful. Oh, yeah. And our thoughts become our, our words and our words become our actions. And if we're not training those things to be affirmations and positive and, and, um, for us we're going to be miserable we're going to be miserable because we can't we can't change our circumstances like we only can change our we cannot we we can only change our reaction because like 90 percent of what happens to us in life is not us you know what i'm saying it's like people's it's people it's the world it's the circumstances 90 percent of that it's it's things that we cannot control Mm -hmm. the all the 10 percent that we can control is our reactions, our thoughts, our our words, our deeds, and and obviously it's easier said than done. And well, it becomes you know. a habit. Yes, yes. I exactly. like. Um, I married a pretty intense man. I love Aww. him for all of his everything. Don't get me wrong, but he 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 is the type to look at the worst case scenario happening in the moment. Just because the same he wants to be prepared for everything, he's that enneagram where he wants to be prepared to handle anything bad, to protect his people, to protect, you know, he's the kind that sits in the corner of the restaurant where he has full view of the restaurant so he can see if anything comes in that he needs to duck for cover under a table with his wife. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I knew that about him. And so when my kids kind of, you know, their first reaction was to be like negative and kind of like down on the situation. And so right when they got old enough to realize and everyone was in sports, when they get home from a game, they have to tell me two positive things that happen at the game, no matter what happened in the game. And they will be so fired up and I will even be fired up by the situation. I will be so mad about how something went down. But we, when they get home, they have to tell me the things they liked because my boys can come home from practice so down about how they practiced or so frustrated or they come home happy. But the times that they don't, I'm like, we can't, if we like, I'm, I'm okay listening to them, but they, they know they can't talk to me. Sometimes they'll rush through it because they want to tell me how they were, how they're mad about something, but they, they have to quickly tell me two things that went right. And I, every single time it makes the bad parts diffuses it. diffused. They still talk through them if they need to, mm-hmm. but they have to tell me because it doesn't matter what happened. Something went okay. Yeah. No well, matter how bad it got. Even if the situ- even if there's nothing to find in the situation, this is what I told uh, Megan in our last, you weren't there for Wednesdays, but we were talking about resolutions. And I was like, I kind of hate that word resolution because it means to fix a problem. And some of our problems in life are not fixable. Like Abe's not coming back to, to life right mm-hmm. now, you mm-hmm. know? And so some of our problems aren't fixable. So this word resolution, we set these resolutions 
to what be set up for disappointment because some of our resolutions will never be fixed mm-hmm. like life circumstances and so I was like I want to change like my new year's resolutions to my new year's growth because everything brings growth that is the positivity in our situations like if we can't fix them we can grow from them like you're not fixing Abe's death but you're going to grow from it. And every year you learn something new from Abe's death. Like you learn how to deal with the grief. You learn how to comfort other people. You learn how to teach your kids. You like, and so when there's nothing to be found positive, when you, when there's a situation and you can't find the positive, you find the growth and that becomes the positive. And so I told these girls in our last yoga session, I was just like, get ditch this word resolution, resolute. Like we're not, like nothing is permanent the only thing constant in life is change (laughs) and growth and and trials yes (laughs) you know like every like you you just brace yourself like what's coming next what's coming next and we we can look at life so dreary like oh my gosh like just problem after problem and people suck and life sucks and finances suck and you know things like our our situations may not change but like we can grow we can be happy we can be positive we can find joy and that's what I want to grasp to that's what I want to hold on to I don't I don't want to sit in the negative I don't if everyone can look at it like that it'd be really exhausting it's like what Marjorie Hinckley used to say I'd rather laugh because crying gives me a headache like (laughs) negativity is hard place to live in it is emotionally physically spiritually but it takes training to not but it does yes I I think I was a little bit of uh intense a little bit more like down in, in some ways of my life not all but I learned when Abe died I don't have the space in my heart for that because grief takes up so much of my energy if I added that in there I would die like it would mm-hmm. physically kill me well so I had to change that grief is grief is the same as like forgiveness I remember way back when we were young first married we got into some business with some people and it went awry and I was so angry like anger and anger I would kill like you. I could not forgive them I was just like how could they do this to us and I was miserable I realized that they weren't miserable they had no idea they were just living they moved the, yeah, on they enough. moved they on living their lives and here I am just my heart was black and I was so angry and to carry that in your body is so unhealthy yes and I just thought I don't want to live like this anymore I don't want to live like this anymore and the minute you let that go and give way to forgiveness and and just positivity and grace like your life changes your your heart is light and you feel light and you're happy and I just it oh, oh it's just amazing it's amazing the power of those positive things like but forgiveness takes some grace. serious yes. practice oh it does no it takes effort and yeah. work on your and part it's but over it, and over a lot of it's times every day when you, you think about it get flared up you probably yeah. think about that business choice and go oh my goodness and you yeah. have to just reevaluate yeah. and well it's and a practice when joe when joe started coaching he went to a coach's clinic and they taught him like um in order to connect with your athlete or have your athlete respect you or have your athlete really listen and buy into you you have to say 
five positive things to them before you can say one negative yes. thing to them. Five positive. <clears throat> that's a lot. That is. But that Especially tells you the angry. energy of one negative thing. Yes. It tells if, you how much energy that it would take five positive yes, things to like, offset what that. What if you can't find five positive things? You know, like. <laughs> your hair like, looks good today. <laughs> um, you're, you, you're looking real good in that uniform. I like those <laughs> Nike yeah. shoes you have on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was just like that blew his mind. He's like, oh boy, I'm doing this wrong, you know? And and I'm just like the 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 body and the mind and the soul crave affirmation. They crave positivity. They crave joy. Like that's what we're here. We yes. all know. We all know. Our well, spiritual- when you're in that place, you can give it to others. Yes. I feel exactly. like uh-huh. everyone yeah. gets low. Yeah. They mm-hmm. need somebody like, you know, in think of your marriage. Sometimes one person's up and one yeah. person's down. You got to be And then you balance. kind of flip flop. But mm-hmm. it's like you know but do you flip-flop out of that by yelling and screaming and like no. get your butt in gear no you, know, you do like it by you, love and patience and, and building them building up, them up building them yeah. up and it's just like um i i shared a story with jackie before you were gone megan but i wanted to share this story on the podcast because it it brought change to my life so um i've had a lot of negativity in my life lately and my bishop my sweet sweet bishop sent me a um a news article about a baseball player. His name's Trey Turner and he plays for the Phillies and he was traded to the Phillies for $3 million, 11 year contract. And so he was supposed to be a big component to this team, the Phillies. Yeah. And he, when he got to the Phillies, he started, he kind of got into a slump and cost him some big games. He w- he went over five, didn't bat good. He missed, he's a shortstop and missed a play at short and, and lost to the Mariners. Like it was, it was just bad. And so the Phillies crowd took to booing him every time he got up to bat, the How Phillies get would out there and play him. good. Exactly. Oh. And he wouldn't, he didn't get out of his slump, didn't get out of his slump. And, and he, and it was just like, what do you do with a $3 million athlete that's in, in a slump, you know, and, and the crowd's booing him every time he gets up. Anyways, a, um, fan took to social media and was like, Hey, instead of booing him, let's give him a standing ovation. And his, every his, time he gets, every up. time he gets up to bat, <laughs> a, fan started a fan started that. And it went viral. Like it went to ESPN. It went to news outlets. Sure. It, and, and some people were like in agreement with it. And some people weren't like, he doesn't deserve a standing ovation. Why are we giving him a standing ovation? To and give him his exactly. <laughs> and so, um, the next game when Trey Turner got up to bat, they, the whole entire stance stood up and gave him a standing ovation and he went on a 10 run hitting streak from that time he that game he had a single RBI batted in an RBI the next game he hit a three run homer and then it just built 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 and and by the end of the season he had one of the greatest batting averages on the team and I just I read that story just kind of weeping like oh, I'm about to weep over here <laughs> the power the of power that power think about positivity. that as a parent to a kid that story of what like the kid that you clash with the most, imagine if you just started boosting them up yep. instead of arguing with them. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I've had to do that on a couple of me, my harder yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt with my negative kid. It was just like, okay, let's let's be, you know, the find the positive. And I remember before I got married, my grandma gave me the best advice that I think I've ever gotten in my whole life. She said, treat your spouse as if. And I was like what does that mean? And she said, treat your spouse as if they are the best person in the world, as if they are the smartest man on earth, as if they are the handsomest man on earth, as if you treat them, you treat him as that he will become that. 
to Mm. you and to him. Like you will, you know, you treat him like that. He will become that. And I have seen in my own marriage and in my relationships, when I manifest those positive affirmations, they rise up to it. You're a good example of that. Sometimes I tell Megan, I'm like, Talia just is so like, constantly boosting up her spouse sometimes i'm like you boost your own self up boo like i just had no energy for it but then but in a good way like you just like okay i'm gonna like not necessarily kill him with kindness but kind of kill him with positivity so that that it breaks and it and it that hasn't always been my i went through a a little like when i was a stay-at-home mom and i was drowning in kids and joe was working and he had a college degree and he was coaching and he was getting all of this fulfillment from his hobbies his loves his i was just bitter oh yeah i was just i was just like what am i doing why does my life like why does my life have to revolve around his decisions his like his job makes us money that affects me like what he chooses like when he chose to teach when he was teaching he loved teaching but it made no money and I'm like that affects me everything they choose affects you it's true it's true this is not fair like my life is none of my choices like it's just whatever like coaching affects our family and and finances affect her anyways like all of the things and it just got to this point where it was just like why am I not happy that he's doing what he's loving like why am I so concerned because we're drowning and need some hard (laughs) we're drowning but I had to look at the positivity at in it as like Joe has been so good at like he comes home and he puts kids to bed and he makes dinner if if it's not made and he doesn't complain about the house being dirty and he doesn't like he is so involved in my side of things like I I just had to be like I can be involved in it like your your negative thoughts are manifesting a it's hurting your relationship it's hurting the way you're mothering your kids it's it's hurting you like because at the end of the day you did want to be home with them Yes, exactly. And that's, that's how ex- I always feel when I get that That's a very, feeling. very, yes. very catch-22, though, because we, in our heart of hearts, we just want to be home but then 24 I turn around and with I our kids. The but then, yes, but then the at the choices. same time, like you said, everything that happens to you as a, as a stay-at-home mom is other people's decisions exactly. affecting you. Exactly. But now that I'm a working mom... I want to be home. Oh, you know isn't what that I'm how saying? it goes? Like, it's like I have now I got my, I got my real estate license. I got my yoga certification. I got, you know, like I did all these things for me. And it's like, you'd still you're rather where I'd rather there. be at I home. Do, I think a lot of times the journey you take as a mom is to want to do all that because I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I got my real estate license. I do so many creative endeavors. And then at the end of the day, I really just secretly want to be home 24 yeah. seven. But, but it takes our kids getting older good. to get perspective. If you go through an ebb and a flow. Yeah. Because, you know, now that I'm back with the babies, I'm back where I'm feeling really lonely. I'm feeling really uh, restless. I'm feeling really frustrated. So like, but Tanya don't and I negate, are looking at it going, yeah. oh, don't negate that. the people like all of you out there with your f- little tiny families that are about to lose that. I totally understand because I'm back there too. I have a split personality where I'm, I'm sick to death that I only have this many years left with Liam and Asher. But I'm also like, could this go any slower (laughs) with my baby? So I totally, I'm telling you, I understand both sides. I know you're out there feeling like you're alone. You're lonely. You don't know why you're doing what you're doing. What's your purpose? You're at home with your five kids and your husband is like the royalty of the world. He's beloved at his work. He's beloved in his church calling. And you are in the trenches of 
poop and puke. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it is kind of a, an evolution. Of- because I look at it with great fondness now, but in it, when someone would be like, it goes fast, I'm like, shut your face. <laughs> this is never going to end. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My, I, know I try little, to never say that to anyone that it goes fast. Cause my I'm like, sister's doing it right now. And when she cries her tears, I'm just like, you feel it, girl. You feel it. It's hard to. and you're doing it. And mm-hmm. your kids, like when they're my kids' age, you are going to reap the rewards. I'm like, you just keep going. Cry your tears. Yes. And acknowledge then, those tears yes. because they're hard. And then straighten your <laughs> crown and get out there, you know? And, and I just think like, I don't know. I, I feel like there's so much ugliness, so much adversity, so much pain and suffering in this world. And it's like, do you like... Do you know what a smile does to somebody? Like, why do they say, like, when you see somebody smile, that it just, the the endorphins automatically hit, like you automatically change. And it's just like, why don't, why don't we want to be that? Why we we came here with a, with a, 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 an eternal light. Like I truly believe we're all eternal beings and everybody has a light. Why? are we hiding it? Like that's why just... I, you know, I love cell phones. Cause I've tried this very hard in the last few years. If I think of something nice, cause I'm shyer, you wouldn't mm-hmm. know, but for me to go up and say, well, don't you look cute today to someone like you that I know very well? Yes, I can. But, but if not, you'll text someone them. random that walks in, I can text them and it's been the best thing because I want them to know that good positive yeah. thought. Never, General never, authority that said never suppress a generous thought. Yes. Is that what you were going to quote? Yeah. You but shouldn't. texting has made it easy because yeah. I can text anybody and let them know, boost By their the way, day up and not feel awkward and weird. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. And it's, and through my yoga practice, coming back to yoga and mindfulness, it's just like, it really, it's just like an athlete. You have to train your mind just like 100%. you train your body yeah. to think like, because the natural man is natural automatically a negative thought's going to come to your mind automatically judgment's going to come to your mind you 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 see somebody and you think oh she's gained a little weight you know like Mm -hmm. that that, the the first thought is it's the human nature and it's just like wait 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 wait. no 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 she looks awesome but it takes some genuine practice oh it does like when we talk about yoga it's almost like when you're practicing medicine or you're practicing dentistry they never say they always say you're practicing medicine or you're practicing law. Nobody's ever like made it as a lawyer. No, They're practicing law. Flowing. Yes. And we're practicing yoga because you literally can change. Like I'm talking to the people out there who might feel like they're naturally negative and there's just no way. No, there is because it's a daily mm-hmm. choice. You don't always do great. But like when you do, when you change where you're saying something positive in your mind about that person, then it becomes easier the next time you do it. Then it becomes easier the next time you do it. And that's kind of what yoga even is it's because it's even to yourself not those around you. yeah well and and just positive affirmations and pro- positive positive thinking do you wake up in the morning your first thought and be like oh another day this is gonna suck same all or are we, going back to yeah. stay at home mom. oh good i gotta do the same thing again <laughs> it's game day shoot you know like <laughs> or am i like it's game day yeah, I get to watch standing ovation yes. day standing, yes. it tonight. standing ovation day we are um but like i agree though because i think if you like i tell my boys this all the time and why well, I, I gotta quit saying boys because i do have a daughter now but like the way that you go into it like if you go into it like like, for example, at the Pepsi tournament, there was a little dome that we played like crap in. And then there was the big gym that we seemed to play way better in. Mm-hmm. So the last game we played against Winslow was back in the mini dome. And Asher from the get go said, I hate playing in this gym. Yeah. And he had the worst game ever because he went into that game like this gym is cursed. It's going to make me lose. And I'm like, well, then you're done. Bye. Mm-hmm. 
because what you go into it is what you're going to put out. It's like karma in mm-hmm. a sense of like the energy that you put out. And you've, you, you've always done that. Like, no, put out the good vibe. Like we're going to sell this many houses this yeah, year. We're just going like, to oh, put small. it out. I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah. But that's hard to do. That takes a mm-hmm. lot of practice. Did you like, has yoga helped you do that? Or is that your personality to do that? Well, I feel like I am kind of an optimist by nature. I like mm-hmm. I, I, I'd like to, who, who wants to, I like positive like, Yeah. Like who wants to sit in the negative all the time? I don't like being unhappy. Like I want to be happy, but it's definitely, I feel like, um, I feel like my trials have been so negative and mostly most of my trials, I, I, I can say like, I've had a very blessed life, like health and all, you know, like kids and most of my trials come from other people and their negativity. And it's just like, that's a hard I can, one. I can feed into that and fuel it or I can, I can do something different and I, and I'm not perfect at it. Like mm-hmm. there are times when I do grovel in the negativity and I get upset it's or whatever. Human. I remember, um, one time I took my son, this negative son, we went on a hike and he was just a little boy at the time, maybe like 10 or 11. And he picked up, a what are the, uh, dandelion where, where you blow on it and it, is it a dandelion <laughs> yeah. where you blow on it and make wishes or whatever. And in my head, I thought I saw all those things blow and I'm like, oh, there's going to be a hundred more dandelions, a hundred more weeds coming <laughs> up from to. those, from those things or whatever. And, and I, I remember going home and Googling dandelions and this quote pot- popped up and said, um, I saw weeds, you saw wishes. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, that's profound. That is profound. Yes. Like you look at this weed and this little boy picked it up and made a wish. That's going to be our and next merch, a dandelion blowing. And it's going to say, I see. I saw weeds, <laughs> he, he saw, saw wishes. wishes. <laughs> and and that's what I thought. Like he picked it up and he made a wish. And the, my first thought was, oh, there goes a hundred million weeds ready, you know, coming up again. And it, it just, that it changed me. I was just like, I have to see the glass half full because I think that's how our heavenly father sees us. I think that's how our heavenly mother sees us. I think that's how the earth is. Like you go, how can you go outside and see the earth and see the beauty and not think that heavenly father wanted us to be happy and to enjoy to that feel the you- wind, to feel the heat of the sun, to hear the birds chirping, to hear the rain on the pavement. Like how can you go out into the world and not think that we were made here to be positive, happy beings? You we can't. were here to learn what joy is that's what we're here we're not going to change anything about our circumstances it's not about resolve it's about growth it's about perspective it's about and and to be honest like I'm probably having one of the the hardest trials in my life right now like just so much negativity in my life right now and I just want to be happy and I have had to sit down I've had to think about positive things in people that I disagree with I've had to pray for people I disagree with. I've had to, um, I've had to put like humble myself and put away my pride and think about positivities in the situation, even though it's not, you know, like I, I just feel like there's so much ugliness in the world and I don't, you don't want to contribute, I don't to, want to, contribute <laughs> to that. And so mm. we can, we, and I feel like it's the law of traction. What we give out, we manifest and we get back and not because our life is so blessed and we're getting back all these things because you see people who have everything, money, status, good families, and they are miserable. They're mm-hmm. miserable. And I, I'm just like, because what are they putting out? What are they putting out? And, and 
I just totally believe in that law attraction, that law of attraction that we can manifest our own happiness. We can manifest that positivity. No matter what's going on. Like don't, don't just always be in the mode of like, well, if this were better or if this were better, no, just live in the now of what is going good. Life is life. If you think life's not happening to everybody, it is more than, you know, (laughs) Everyone oh, yeah. is dealing Everyone. with it. When you real, when you learn that, it's life changing. Yeah, but you have you to should still, know that from the get go. You but should, we but we don't. We all kind of just kind of compare in mm-hmm. our mind a little bit. Which bring it back to another comparison is the thief of joy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just like why it don't expect that anything's going to be different from your life because life is life. It's just going to happen. Like if you spend your whole time waiting, well, once this happens, then I'm going to be happy. That's never going to happen. No, ever. It's like when people say, wait till you can afford a kid. And I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you never have a kid. I never have a kid. Never. <laughs> no. We have to. We have to do better as a society Just it, it, and just better in ourselves and better in our families, just manifesting that positivity. And and, and I think that's hard. I, I had a... Uh, I talked to a member of the state presidency. They invited us over for dinner and they were asking Joe just about coaching and stuff. And, and, you know, we were given our woes or whatever. And I said, how do you do it? I'm like, you, you have a business in the community. You serve in the community. You are out in the community all the time. You have got to tick some people off. How do you not walk around this town just snubbing everybody and, 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 you know, like mad at everybody. Cause I don't want to go to the grocery store and snub everybody I see in the rows. I want to, you know, smile and be happy and like, you know, like, and sometimes that takes hard conversations and sometimes that just takes conversation anyways. But he said his, his advice was, he's like, I purposely like with a purpose, if I know somebody's upset with me or didn't agree with me, I go out of my way to show them kindness, to put my arm around them, to tell them I love them. I'm like, even when they hate you? And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, it's but See, that's funny because I avoid people I know at the store because I don't want to small talk. That sounds terrifying. But but sometimes somebody needs to small talk. You know what I'm saying? Like You're some way better at that than me, somebody though. That's why I online order. Your smile. <laughs> and I feel like that's why we do online order. Like, all, I feel like, yeah, it's convenient, but it also takes away from our contact with people. And... I don't know. I just, after I, my, my, my experience with that, like uh, business deal and the, the heat and the anger, I was just like, I don't want to live mad at people. Like, and I have, I have done it. Like these are I, all like, best I case will, scenarios I will sure. apologize a hundred times to, to Trevor Reddick. I like, I didn't agree with his coaching. Like I didn't agree. Like my son, I, you know, like throw my ball, boy, my son, throw my boy the ball. And I had anger in my heart for that. And, and I love you, Trevor. I think you're awesome. Thank you yeah. for but serving it's just a kids, personal But it thing. was a personal thing. And Joe had to come home and remind me. He was like, if you have this anger in your heart, it's going to be a long season, girlfriend. Like, oh, that's, you the, ha- co- like, that's the <laughs> conversation <laughs> between me and John. He's like, oh my gosh, everyone needs to quit. I'm like, okay. like we all feel that. We all feel that. Moms about, especially. You know, yeah, yeah. Our kids and stuff. And when I changed my attitude, because I did, I... I apologize. Like I snubbed Trevor a couple times, you know, because yeah. I didn't agree with the way that he was coaching or whatever. Or, and, and when my husband talked to me and I was like, I have to, I'm, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Trevor's not wrong. I'm wrong. Yep. And when I changed my attitude and I, and I, 
put those positive affirmations out there and I went into the stands and I just cheered for the Lobos. And when Tyler got the ball, Tyler got the ball. And, but and when another kid did, you cheered for him. Yes. Yes. Yep. Cause I was like, that kid's success is my kid's success. And Trevor's success is my kid's success. And they, which they, the football team all bought into. Yes, if the, your kid's buying yes. into it, you should. The and the football team was able to do that where the kids bought into their, yes. their role, no matter they what. They were positive. Yes. They were, it was just positive and it, it was, it was affirming and it was good. And my son got to be a part of that. That's a lot and of And I'm like, why am I holding these feelings to this, to this guy that A, gives his time and doesn't get paid jack for it, mm-hmm. like is doing the best that he can, like you know, and and I was so grateful for my husband reminding me, like, because um, he's a coach, John. Well, when you're a coach, well, yeah, you change. Like, hey, you're like, hey, no. hey, hey, Talia, next season it's going to be our turn. So you know, like, let's let's give Trevor some grace. Give him and a little I'm like, grace and you're patience. Right, you are so right, and I, and I've been like I said, I'm not perfect. I've done it. I've been there, and 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 Trevor was so kind to me. Like Trevor never. Um, but like trying like, to go into a feud with you. Well, no, not even that, but he didn't snub me. He like, Hey Talia, how are you? And I'm just like, oh, throw my son the ball and I'll be better. Yeah. You know? And then, and then after Joe talked to me and I changed my mindset, I was able to, to look at Trevor and be like, I genuinely want you to succeed. I genuinely want you to be every happy. and to succeed. However you can with the boys that you have. But yeah. How you feel like you're going to anyways, just, I just feel like what we manifest, we bring back and, and not that it like, did things change? Did, did, did what I want to happen on the team happen? No, but you saw but what he was gaining from the experience. Yes, he was happy. Yep. And I, and, and, the, when I was more pleasant, the games were more pleasant. I was able to cheer for the other kids and affirm the other kids. And it was like, I want them. Yep. I want them to succeed as a whole. Yep. As a whole and, team. And, and, and yes. And the other thing too was like this, this thing that we have in a small town where we see everybody we know in church and in the stores. And there's this like, oh, I don't want to see them. Like, I don't want that. And I did that. I did that to Trevor sometimes. Like I snubbed him and it did it feel good it did not feel good and I'm like I'm wrong I'm I'm wrong wrong. I agree with that I agree with that and so when I changed my attitude and I changed my positivity to look at like hey my son got the ball six times this season and he caught it six times you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like that's a positive that's Mm -hmm. a positive and he was happy and he, he would come home and be like mom the Lobos are winning and I'm like yeah but you didn't get the ball he's like so what I'm like oh but they bought in Caden I remember one time I was towards the end of a senior year I was like well this kind of upsets me and he was like mom I I am doing my job when what they need from me to make the program win and I was like well quit being so freaking (laughs) old and mature about it maybe your mom just wanted to wallow and talk a little crap I remember but I didn't uh, like the football banquet they give out these award teams it's the scout oh Oh, yes thank you and they and they're called scout warriors or whatever and Tyler brought that that award home I think I can't remember sophomore or junior year and I was just like it's like scout O seriously like that's kind of an amazing award oh my gosh like when I changed my attitude to positivity I was just like dang and and Tyler did that he's like mom we prepare our starting offense or our starting defense for 
the team. Oh, the they game would not every... have won their two championships without their scout teams. And exactly. I had to humble myself. Yes. Do you think Caden even got in a game till he was a senior? And even then was rotating out in yeah. a way I didn't appreciate, but I wrapped my head around? Yes. yes. And it's because... They really thought that they were doing their job. Yes. They were. They would not have succeeded had they not yes. been like if if Caden hadn't gotten trucked by uh Brig. Brig and then Taryn and then like he got trucked for three years before he got mm-hmm. into a game. But that is the reason that they they got where they got. Mm-hmm. And so but that's hard. And the that's buying. a bitter pill oh. when your kid's not the one out there getting the glory. Your kid's the one who is literally like Caden no. was scabbed over being a safety he was scabbed over stop because when those boys made it through their line Caden had to be the one and the only way Caden was going to get him down is if he went down under him and grabbed their ankles so he had yeah. he had Taryn and Brig on top of him and his arms and his legs and, and he was scabbed to Timbuktu but he yeah. like it's not easy and, to choose that but kudos to the coaches for making that award you know what I'm saying totally. because they saw the positivity in those kids were they starters did they get the praise on Friday night from sports zone or the announcer where their names ever announced no but that award like Tyler came home and I think that's his favorite award to this day like I love that and so I do like I just like I want to make a public announcement <laughs> to every coach out there every person like that I've disagreed with or had like I'm sorry like we're all just doing our best You're there we're better all... than me. I'm not quite there yet <laughs> I will say this I know for a fact that Joe went to bat for Caden when he was a senior as far as awards even Mm -hmm. because like awards shouldn't matter but like he he pointed out to the people what he has contributed to both football and basketball and and that was really kind of him to do although we were wheezing because at the award thing his senior year Stanford got up and he says now this award isn't necessarily to the best athlete (laughs) (laughs) good preface It's to the best. And I think Caden's a really good athlete. But when he got the award, it was some kind of like, kind of like what, like just some kind of like good sport, something. Mm-hmm. And we, he got up like, well, I'm not the best athlete, but I hear he like walked up to get his award. It but, was but, hilarious. But you know what I'm saying? Like all of these things, like these are small town problems in the eternal scheme of things. These are so small town but problems. But they're not because Caden is using those tools on his mission yes, right now. And but, and I'm using those tools as, yes, a, as a mother. That's what like I'm saying. I'm saying. Like I acted inappropriately, even though I like, I didn't say anything vocally. I didn't ever Just in your go heart. after, but in my heart, I was wrong. I was wrong. And I was miserable. I was miserable. I had to change. I had to change my way of thinking. I had to change. And, and the, the other thing about life is this competitive nature. Like we, we, we have this innate competitive nature, this dog eat dog. I'm going to be on top, blah, blah, blah. And my dad gave me some wise wisdom before I started going through, you know, kids in sports or kids in music or kids in like, uh, you know, like a drama or student council or whatever. Like, we are never going to be happy ourselves until we can be genuinely happy for somebody else's success. Like we won't, we will not be happy for ourselves until we can be happy for somebody else's success. And that was something that I learned going through Tyler. Like I, and, and that's something I've learned as a coach's wife. That's something I've learned as a mother. Like our successes, our team's success, somebody else's success is my success because that just boosts A to the team, to society, to the church, to, you know, whatever it is that we're in, somebody else's success is contributing to my success. Totally. It's like when your husband put your senior son 
on the bench his senior year. He wasn't a starter. Mm -hmm. He came in as the sixth man. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Because that was the good of the team because of the energy he brought coming off the bench. Yeah. Probably yeah. all that football crap prepared you to just be well, happy for how that you probably didn't agree with your husband. Oh, on that. no, no, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm always the opposite. I'm always like bench him, sit him. Like, I don't want my, like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I'm always the one that's just like, but don't I just play like, him. don't play. Him. That's Please kind of case in point because I mean, his dad was the coach and he was still, you know, mm, doing that, but eh. it's just interesting. I don't I think. know. Anyways, it's just uh, the, obviously these examples are in my life. Not everybody, not everybody's kids have play sports or whatever, but no, I'm but just I saying think it applies to I had to learn in my life through these experiences, a, that I didn't want to carry these negative emotions. I didn't want to have feelings toward people and I wanted to be a team player. I wanted to add to the solution or the growth more than I wanted to be part of the problem. Like, I don't want to be part of the problem. Like, let's find a solution. What can we do? Because that's all we can control. I couldn't control the coach at that time. I couldn't control my son at that time. I can't control my business partners. I can't control my spouse. I can't control the decisions my kids make, but I can control the way that I react. And so... And that's Megan's whole journey. She went on with therapy and stuff because all she could do would work on herself. Yeah. She wasn't even the one who needed to work on herself, but I'm saying well, we all do, unfortunately. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? We all do. I agree with that, that I'm not That's trying not to say I have no issues, it. but yours was like, well, I can't control this situation. I can't control what's happening with anything, but I can control how I deal with it. How, how am I going to get through this for myself? Have you ever had somebody come up and apologize to you for the way that they acted at, a, you know, like, like how much eager are you to, um, forgive somebody and look at somebody in a positive light when they do positivity to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. um, I, I remember, and, and it comes like in hard conversations too. Like I remember, um, there was a, I had, I was a young women's president. I had a young woman and she had a boyfriend and I was always teasing the boyfriend, just trying to kind of get in good with him. Cause I wanted to be in good with my young woman and stuff like that. And I would tease him. I thought he was like a kid that I could tease or whatever. And I guess I had said, teased him to the point where like I had offended him mm. and the mom called me and was just like, you have no idea what we're dealing with. Like, uh, like you're teasing him is not. And I was so grateful for her phone call. Like I could have been all like, I was just teasing, you know, yeah. like get over it, blah, blah, blah. But I was just, I was just like, thank you for, for reaching out to me. I'm sure that was hard for you. And it's hard for me to hear, like, cause I did not mean but once to hurt you. Know. But then yeah. you can go apologize. Yes. And, 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 and I just think like, why can't we have more positive conversations like that? Why can't we have more? Cause just it's so like, easy to take offense. Well, just people don't like yes. to be backed into a corner. No, they come out swinging. Like, and of course, like I, like my first reaction was defense. Like I, Oh, I had no idea. I was just teasing like just teasing like I, I did not mean to hurt him whatsoever but then it devastated me knowing that what he was dealing with I had no idea and I'm like dang if I would have known I would have been boosting this kid up not teasing him you oh know, like but that's the thing and that's why I'll never be a fan of teasing I'm an easy target and teasing and, and there's a certain levels mm -hmm. of teasing you yeah. probably were it yeah. was innocent but I'm never a fan of it because I don't I know I'm sensitive I don't mm -hmm. I don't want to 
hear it. And I'm just, I'm a natural jokester. Like, I just want to, like, be sarcastic, have fun, like, very a light. conversation. That's why yes. I'm surprised yes. because your, your teasing is no, always but, so but friendly. No, I, but I had no idea. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and that breaks my heart that I mm-hmm. that I hurt him in a way, you know? And but it was a good, what you're saying is it's a good conversation it's you had. A good conversation to be open to that somebody yes. said, hey, this is wasn't good. And not to be defensive, but to, to look at the positive. You yeah. Know, just be like, I learned something. I'm going to grow from this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to. People don't want to do that, though. It's easier said than done. Yeah, it is. It is. It's hard. I've been I've been researching a lot about conversations because in my work, I'm a property manager. So people bring my mom asked me this question the other day. She's like, how do you find joy in your job? It's a hard one. one. Nobody wants to do that. Everybody is bringing complaints to you 24 seven. Like like my dishwasher is broken. My my toilet's leaking. My like I solve problems all day long and everybody's mad at me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's my problem. It's your now. fault. The dishwasher broke. And and this job, like seriously, it has exposed all of my weaknesses. It has like I'm an emotional person. I want to react emotional. Like, but I have had to. This job has taught me. I've had to step back. I've had to put away my emotions. Think rationally. Think about the situation and and find a resolution to all. These are problems I can fix. Yes. You know. But the growth that has come from that is is like like I can deal with anything. You know what I'm I saying? Can fix like, problems. We've got and, this. And I've learned from my job. Like when somebody calls and says, "Hey, my dishwasher," like and and I find a resolution for them, and they are like, "Thank you so much for fixing that in a timely manner." Like, oh my gosh, it makes me want to help them. Maybe we should all be a little more grateful for those yes, things. Yes, yes. And then you get the ones that like complain, like my toilet's not working and I can't get a plumber out there that same day. And so I call the plumber that like the plumber can come out tomorrow. I'm so sorry. Well, we, we're not going to have a toilet for the whole day and they're upset and I'm trying my best. And then I get the, the, the plumber out there and he fixes the job and then they never say thank you. They're you know, just like, still mad that it was the next yes, day. Yeah. Yes. And it's just like that. What kind of feelings does that put in somebody's heart that's trying to, you know, like help anyways. So we, in our business, we talk a lot about how we can have uncomfortable conversations. And I am a firm believer in having uncomfortable conversations. Which I am not good No, at. we're not and, great and at it. We're not. I'm we're not, not at great all. at it. But I'd rather just not worry about it. Like, I just put it in a Where's little a box. Rug? Can I yeah, shut that under Not a lot of people can do that, though. Not a lot of people can you know, like they hold on to, like me, like I hold on to it. I, I hold on I, to it and gain five pounds with it. And do I, you hold, I see, I don't even hold on to it. I just don't care. About well, I think it. I put it away, but then there's the five pounds. So I'm, I'm like, I guess I didn't. I'm a natural <laughs> people pleaser. And so I want people to be happy. I don't want to have enemies. I want people to be happy with me, you mm-hmm. know, like, and, mm-hmm. and I'm an Enneagram three. I don't like disapproval of people. Mm-hmm. I want to just be on good terms with everybody. That's one of my wings. I get Yes. It. And, and so I, I'm like, I've got to be better because I'm also emotional. But when you come at problems emotionally, it doesn't, Mm -hmm. it doesn't help Mm -hmm. because you take it all personal. Yes. And so I, I listened to some Ted talks on having uncomfortable conversations and this guy, he, he was just set it for what it is. He was like, when you have to have an uncomfortable conversation, you call the person up and you say, Hey, look, I want to have an uncomfortable conversation with you. Are you willing to have this conversation with me and I call it uncomfortable because my emotions will probably come into play. I probably won't say everything right that I want to say, but I just I'll get home and want, think, Ooh, why didn't I say that? Yeah, like, I that? just want you to be on board that this is going to be uncomfortable for both of us. And, and I kind of did that the other day when I, when we were talking about basketball and I, I said, Jackie, I need you to be better. Like I need you to be a positive, a, a positive influence. Like I know I need you to put your emotions away. And she took it so gracefully. She, <laughs> she was so kind and she was like, 
and I, she did she told me that she she's did. like it was good i, I needed was, that yeah like but i was i didn't want to do that because it was uncomfortable but at the same time i was just like we need a positive outcome here you know what i'm saying and so i appreciate you having that conversation with me i appreciate you taking it gracefully and being so kind and that made me want to be more kind to other people you know like it's like when somebody pay, pays for your drink in line you want to pay oh, for the totally person behind better. you totally. want to pay it forward like i just feel like there's so much positivity that we can affirm and give pay forward and we're just not we're just not we're stuck and there's simple steps yes. sometimes it's just something a easy. text a compliment. text saying you look cute uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yep exactly it, and somebody that you're mad at like mm-hmm. what would they say you love the people you serve if you, there's somebody out there that you hate or that you're mad at them serve oh me and megan will hear through the grapevine of people who think we don't like them and, and then it's like oh game, game on, on. <laughs> we literally are gonna kill them with kindness <laughs> and yes. it's just it's our favorite because hobby. <laughs> we're like no don't don't think that we have a negative thought about anybody because we don't and we're not even gonna let them in their little dreamland think that we're yeah. like okay bestie i it's a fun that. game for us. Like, oh, we'll hear about it and we'll be like, well, that's stupid. Let's just change the narrative right now. No. And we start that second of like, no, it is. We're let's mess. start standing ovation people. Okay. Let's start it. giving everyone a standing yes, ovation. Even our, en- even our enemies, those who are not rising up, those who are not giving us our, what we expect. Like, and that's the other thing that I love about positivity is that it gives us grace to pivot, like it, pivot our expectations, pivot our boundaries, pivot our relationships. Just don't travel like number 10 on Winslow did <laughs> when he pivots. <laughs> <laughs> that kid moved his pivot foot every time he had the ball. No, but yeah, we do. I totally agree with that statement. We need to be able to pivot. And have, you know, the the grace and flexibility to change what we're... Well, and I I had another... I've had so many humbling experiences in my life because I am. I'm an emotional. I'm I'm prideful. I'm uh, like... I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, when I first married into the Claire family, I didn't have the best relationship with my sister-in-law. Like I, I think a lot of it was gr- rooted in just jealousy. She was a college graduate and she was smart and she was very intellectual and so kind and everybody loved her. And I feel like there was a little bit of jealousy there. Anyways, we just didn't get along and, um, butted heads for so long and years and years and years went by and we were having a conversation, a, a, an uncomfortable conversation conversation and I was still holding on to things that had been done or said in the past that had made me feel inferior or whatever and she said something to me about I don't want to be condemned for what I did 20 years ago like let me change let me grow let me let me and I'm like you're right. Oh my gosh. I am like, that's what anger, that's what unforgiveness. And how that's young what, and silly was she 20 years ago? Like, it, well, you and, 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 you she pro- and it was me like, you know what I'm saying? And she was asking me to forgive her. And really I should have been asking her to forgive me. And she was like, I just don't want to be condemned for I did, things I did 20 years ago. Like I've always said that. I know I'm, I was dramatic. I know I was intense, but do you think I'm allowed to grow up? Like, yeah. let me like, not let be the thing change. in your mind Don't that you be Jackie. Have. It's Jackie like my, yeah, I think a lot of my siblings will keep the, sa- the same version of Jackie in their minds I think forever. I have grown a lot on Yeah, that. and I'm just like, I'm not the same person. You know, I know I'm the baby of the family in a lot of ways, but like, I've, well, it's, I'm 40 years old. Like, I'm different. And that's like what our last podcast was about when we talked about the evolution of friendships. Yeah. Like, let us like, grow. Let us change. Let us grow. Yeah, let you us guys learn. Have and over the and years. we had to pivot our relationship. We had to separate for a little bit. But when we grew, like, it was like, okay, we were dumb let's let's be friends again totally. you know like that was dumb or like the experience I told about you know like 
the girl who I thought had ruined my life. Like, do I think she's the same person? No. No. Like, do I think she's grown? Yes. Do I, do she, I hold feelings? No. No. You know yeah, what I'm totally. saying? Like, we are all like, allowed a little bit of maturity. Yes. And grace. And that's, I just. I love that from I, 20 years ago. Don't hold me. Yeah. Don't. Don't condemn me for things I did 20 years ago. And don't condemn ago. people who hurt you 20 years ago because who's that? Like, don't hold on to it for, you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, like I said, I'm not as good at, at it as, no, as that. Us, but maybe, maybe that one thing wasn't necessarily what you were thinking of, but that mm-hmm. one thing started a certain feeling in you that persisted. So it wasn't that you were holding on to that one thing. It was just that mm-hmm. your whole relationship kind of was based on that foundation. Exactly. Nice and, the, and that's yes. when you need to pivot. And when I pivoted and I let, like, that's so true. I'm condemning you for something you did 20 years ago and I'm not giving you that grace. I'm not allowing the atonement in your life. When we don't forgive people or we don't think po- like we're 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 taking away the power of the atonement. Like if totally. we believe in Jesus Christ and we believe in an atonement, then we can pivot. Yep. For sure, we can pivot. You know what I'm saying? And so yes obviously easier said than done all of these things and easier said than done but I'm here like I just want to put it out I want to put the positive vibes out there I want you can change your circumstances you can pivot your expectations your relationships your boundaries you can be positive if there's somebody in your life that that you don't like or you don't mesh with send them a, a kind text send them if you're having problems with your spouse treat them as if start treating them as if like Grandma Lavelle said, like mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna she cry. with all these little wise you, you know tidbits for your like, grandma, your I, dad. I love it. <laughs> You're just taking those in and using them. But, but that's what we're here to do. That's why I'm saying like it's the new year. I, maybe I'm feeling motivated because it's the new new year. But I really hate that word resolute. You like, want to grow. I want to grow. I want to be better. I want to do better. And say it louder for the people in back. <laughs> am I better? Oh my gosh, the worst phrase in the world. <laughs> I, know, I had to throw it in there. I'm say sorry. Say it louder. I, you just said you don't like being teased, but let me tease you. <laughs> makes me laugh it's fine okay sorry i mean to cut off your motivation but like i just i like going into 2024 let's do it like let's give our let's give our people our crowds our enemies standing ovations and um, maybe i'll forgive all the coaches this year but i'm not going to guarantee it but i'm gonna really try of my past (laughs) when you say coaches of Caden's past i should clarify No, no i have i i have this year has taught me a lot of grace. Like I have a lot of sympathy for men and women who choose to put themselves in the arena of sports. Like, um, I couldn't do a little tender heart would not survive, but I, but I have been the, I have been the one in the crowd jeering at the coach. I have been the one throwing the tomatoes and the whatever. Like I said, like Trevor Reddick, forgive me for my whole life because and not because I said anything to him, but just because I put that out I've there, put bad vibes out there. And I am so, so sorry. And 2024, I is it's it's standing ovations yes. for the people I don't like or S- and, and not saying that I don't like anybody standing ovations for people that may be harder to love. There you go. I like that. In fact, we're going to close it up with a little bit something different. What? Talia is going to walk us through oh, we're a not little doing our bit. happy thing. Is uh-huh. This is what our happy thing is. Oh, I had such a good one. Okay, oh, say it real fast. It. Yeah, say it. I already told Jackie. This, I sleep in on Fridays. David takes Milo. I woke up at 8 in a frenzy because David was sound asleep next to me. Oh, shoot. I'm like, crap. Milo is not at school. It's 8 o'clock. He goes running downstairs. He had set his alarm, got up, and he saw us both so cozy. He did not wake us up. He went and woke Maddie up. <laughs> on her day off. Him. It was her day off. He didn't know, but Milo. made her take her to school. <laughs> 
because you looked so cozy. Yes. Oh, yeah, I guess boy. I did have what I wanted to say, too. <laughs> so you can't end it. You can Asher, end it after that. while we've been not in the house, has been t- teaching himself piano because he knows how depressed I am that none of my kids play the piano because I had to make a choice, and my choice was sports because that's what I knew would benefit them the most in their lives with the energy. And he learned a song on the piano and was playing for it for me today. It made me happy. Oh, I love that. It was a secret. Anyway, what about you? Um, This. Yeah. I just, I this week I've come to terms with a lot of stuff and just through your yoga slash mindfulness slash new no seriously our first yoga session of this year was after that Winslow game and we were all riled up and I I found peace that day and I'm grateful for that I'm grateful for that we took the time to just sit in our unsettled state and and focus and change and and it has like propelled me into a positive positive like, like I just and like I said we're gonna have our ups and downs but I am riding this positive wave as long as I can and I feel like it's just making me want to be more positive the more positive I am the more positive I want to be so okay so she's gonna walk us through David's gonna start the music now cue Hint David cue we'll David. send it to you <laughs> and then everybody no matter where you're at right now w- pause it and wait till you can go home go home lay down flat or on no, the ground in there where they are really where they are stop okay pull over feeling wherever you're at yes pull over wherever you're at try to try to get alone and then this is going to be your shavasana or if you're with your crazy our kids yes. tell them to shush this up and is try our it. this is our yoga shavasana yeah make your kids do it with you all right talia okay. take it away all right okay so wherever you are find a place find a place that is is uh comfortable for you and I just want everybody to relax you can sit comfortably you can lay whatever is a happy place for you and I want you to focus first on your breath breath is life and breath is what fuels us every day and start from your pelvic belly into your rib cage into your chest and breathe deep yoga breaths with intention Inhale positivity, inhale gratitude, inhale all the positive things, and exhale out the negativity. Just let it go. Whatever is stewing in your heart and in your mind, exhale the negativity and and let it go in through your nose and out through your mouth. Big, deep yoga breaths. Focus on your body, focus on the needs that it has, soften your forehead, let your eyes roll back into your head, soften the valley between your nose and your cheeks, let your mouth fall, let your shoulders fall, relax your neck, and just let everything hang and become heavy but light at the same time as you let go of the tension. Open your chest to the breath that comes, inhaling and exhaling. Inhaling positivity, exhaling negativity. 
as your thoughts come, process and let go. Don't hold your breath and don't hold your thoughts. Let your mind settle in peace and light, holding nothing but affirmations. Focus on your body. Breathe strength and breathe light. Think of your hands and the things they do to serve and to give and to lift and to strengthen all day. Think of your legs and your feet where they take you, the, the trials they take you through, the mountains you climb, the views you see. Give peace and affirmation to your body. Thank your body for doing everything that it does for you. Breathing deep. Inhale. Exhale. And as we come into our new year, we're not resolving to take away our problems or to fix. We're resolving to grow in them and that they get better because of our growth, because of our responses, because of our positivity and our gratitude. We're going to focus on that, focus on growth, the year of growth, the year of positivity. Visualize those positive affirmations. Feel the love and positivity in your heart and in your mind. And truly believe that what you think becomes your words and what your words become your actions. And let those manifest positivity and kindness. our bodies to the new year and to the new day. May we be happy, may we be positive, and may we let the light that we give make those around us more happy and more positive. And as we open up our breath, let it energize us and awake us to better feelings and better thoughts and better actions. We just need our little ding. Remember that thing you would ding? Yep. It brought us out of our stupor. Namaste. David could add it. Ready? Yes. This is how we'll finish, everyone. Namaste. Namaste.
<laughs> Megan has to say it too. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>